This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Let's do it, man. That's a great place to start. Let's talk about the defense and that secondary. You know, you had Brandon Jones in there. Two interceptions, two interceptions for Brandon Jones, the guy who just kind of is a missile and fires himself in any which direction. The coolest part about this entire game, man, is you think about that secondary. And right, if the Jets are going to do anything, it's going to be Garrett Wilson. It's going to be Zach Wilson finding a way to get him the ball down the field. After 14 weeks of sleepy Vic Vangio being unable to call a defense, we have Jalen Ramsey traveling around the entire field Excuse me, with Wilson for three quarters across 53 snaps against the Jets this year, Joshua. Jalen Ramsey has allowed three receptions for 25 yards. That right there, man, that is how when you're playing, everyone's playing checkers, that's how you throw a chess piece on the board and say, you can't beat it. There's nothing you can do. Figure something else out. Yeah, and I hope this is, you know, Vic kind of realizing just what type of weapon Jalen Ramsey is. Not that he didn't before, but it did sound like Ramsey said a lot of this happened and him shadowing Wilson had a lot to do with Xavier Howard being out of the game. But there you go back a few weeks, you know, even last week, DeAndre Hopkins had a pretty solid game. I mean, that would have been the time maybe to have Ramsey completely shadowing him and completely erasing those guys like he did against Garrett Wilson. I was a fool who drafted Garrett Wilson in so many fantasy leagues last year. Had him in a couple um, this year, was in one playoff game, and for some reason, you know, okay, this is who got me here. I'm going to start Garrett Wilson. And, dude, he just got completely erased. Um, I think I posted a picture of that eraser yesterday, and I can't remember what it was called, Pink Pearl or something. It was so dirty. But, yeah, man, he completely – he completely um, – Annihilate, you know, completely shut him down. And it wasn't just him, it was everyone else. We saw Cater Kogu get involved. I got a little bit giddy seeing Eli Apple making up a breaking up passes on third down. Uh, I think we saw Elijah Campbell come over um, and break up a play um, at some point in the game. So it was just, again, a complete team effort. And um, Brandon Jones, again, hat tip to him, man. Two interceptions. Um, You know, some of those were just, uh, you know, arm punts, but those count. Two interceptions, those count. Do you think that uh, Ramsey is shadowing? Um, Wilson, if Howard's out there, I, I mean, I don't know that they would have, at least the way, uh, 
Ramsey sounded at the end of the, the game when he talked about it. it made it sound like it was more of an Xavier Howard thing but you know you're starting to play these really good teams moving forward a CD Lamb right um digs at the end of the season I'm forgetting that one game in between there the Ravens so Zay Flowers whoever it might be you're gonna want maybe Jalen Ramsey to shadow some of these guys so um maybe now's the time to start implementing that let Xavier Howard then cover up whoever's on the other side Cater Kohu in the slot and um, then you just got to sit there and buy enough time for those guys up front to get to the quarterback. Cause um, you know, shame on us, right? We all admittedly had wanted to see more out of uh, Bradley Chubb at some point throughout his tenure in Miami. Good guy, man. He is an absolute stud and he is out there looking like an absolute beast. Before we get to Bradley Chubb though, I just kind of want to talk about the, the cornerbacks for a second, because one of the big things we heard frustrations about was the inability to shadow or the unwillingness we should say to shadow opposing wide receivers. Uh, we've, we've, had some very strange I wouldn't even go as far as to say strange but I mean week four you see what happened against the Buffalo Bills and Stephon Diggs and you have Xavier Howard coming out and I think the quote was um you everybody on the staff knows what I can do kind of when he was asked why didn't you shadow uh Stephon Diggs a few weeks later Xavier Howard's raving about this defense about how he isn't just stuck on an island for 80 percent of the game and he's kind of like into this position where hey I, I would have thought I could have get digs but all of a sudden i'm feeling pretty good we're doing well in this defense so I'm, I'm curious to see moving forward if it was xavian howard focused and whether it was or wasn't man vic vangio knew how to scheme his guys into the perfect position you think it's by accident this is the first time all year that they pulled the uh you know shadowing lever that's the one thing i was a little worried about when they went through those, that rough stats stretch in the middle of the year especially on offense that they just kind of pulled out too many of their uh uh, you know, tricks early in the year to put up 70 on Denver, different things like that. But just kind of seeing the defensive coaching staff and, and offensive too, when you consider what Jalen Wilde did, really adjust and not having so many guys in the lineup and putting the guys you do have in game-breaking positions where you can still get Bradley Chubb two force fumbles to have Jalen Ramsey locked down an opposing wide receiver. Whether they do continue the shadowing or not, I think I'm totally cool just trusting whatever Vic Fangio wants to do because this dude with his 30 years of experience in the NFL I think he kind of knows what he's doing here hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, it seems that way. He's not throwing away all his notes that before he gets to Miami, right? Like uh, Chan Gailey did. But, um, dude, again, I just I think it was nice just seeing the entire secondary just step up again with all the different pieces missing. And you mentioned Bradley Chubb. I mean. Dude, again, I had written down that he was almost like it was like an Oprah Winfrey episode, right? Where everyone was just getting a sack at times. It seemed like Chubb had a couple of halves. It seemed like um, I believe Wilkins was in the backfield at one point. Sealer. Um, it was just everyone just teeing off on him. But to go back to just how well that secondary played, Jake, and to your point, I mean, it, I like to see the way he used some of these other guys. It looked like he was blitzing more, maybe not so much Brandon Jones. Um, you know, our, our blitz boy off the edge, but I, we saw a lot more blitzes from David Long. I saw him coming in on the side, Cater Kohu a little bit there. So um, how he implements these different pieces as the Dolphins get healthy will definitely be interesting. I've written down 80 total passing yards for the Jets offense. How, how amazing is that? And then uh, 23 total rushing yards. So, I mean, uh, when you can hold the team to a little bit under, what, 110 yards total offense, I mean, um, you're probably going to win that game. Did you see how many yards the Jets had in the first half? 
Was that the stat that came at one point? It was like negative one yard passing or something. Was that um, what was the total in the first half? First half ended with four, a whopping oh four. God. Yeah, because the lowest I was just dying because yeah, there were stats. It was like passing yards, negative four, lowest since what? 2015, which is actually kind of impressive that. Five first half sacks, and it had that everybody gets a sack type feel because you had a bunch of guys here getting a half a sack. Duke Riley, Christian Wilkins, Emmanuel Agba, and Andrew Van Ginkle doing the most Andrew Van Ginkle thing on the, the face of the entire universe. This dude wears a helmet for 60 minutes, and in the first quarter of this 60-minute football game, he breaks his nose, continues playing, and balls out. I mean, that just... The biggest non-story of all time is Andrew Van Genkel just breaking his nose and just going about business like it's nothing. Yeah, four four total tackles, a half sack, a pass breakup, and two quarterback hits, and that was most likely most of that was with a broken nose. I mean, it's just phenomenal. And, I mean, again, it goes just to I, – I don't want to say the culture that they're building here, but it just seems like these players want to play for each other, don't want to let one another down. So, you know, you break your nose and – I mean, I'm sure that was very discomforting throughout the entire game, you know, trying to breathe and things like that. But you wouldn't have known watching Andrew Van Ginkle out there. I mean, absolutely relentless. The defensive line starting to come along. Um, still waiting to see. I mean, obviously, we weren't going to see Ingram out there this week, but maybe JPP at some point, Ingram getting them involved out there. I mean, the defensive line is going to get better. The secondary is going to get better. And, um, again, this wasn't, the, uh, you know, a world uh, – this wasn't a world worldly team like uh, you know it was in New York Jets. They were they did start Zach Wilson. Wilson they did end up having to bring in Trevor Simeon, but um, we saw what they did the week prior and late in that game. You know they looked confident on offense, and again that defense um, is borderline elite. So for the Dolphins to go out there and have a complete team effort, thirty point beatdown, um, it feels good, man. It feels so much different than how we were feeling last week at this time. Um, complete one eighty, and this is exactly what you want. Now we need what one game over these next three weeks. I mean they're setting themselves up to do something. And um, we're proven to not be that so Dolphins like we might have thought last week. They got a kind of cool checklist going here where you win the next game, you clinch a playoff spot. You win the next two games, you clinch the AFC East. You win the next three games and you are the number one seed in the AFC playoff picture. So you got some nice fun stepping stones here. This is Miami's third 30-point win of the season. I think it was the Miami Dolphins who dropped that nugget. It's just, yeah. You're facing a divisional rival, a team you already played earlier this year, a team that you won, you already dropped 30 points on. And to do it again, a well-rounded team performance, so many guys missing, man, you just have to be so happy with this defense. 